0: Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Hosts Nick, Mike, and Chad take their water cooler talk from the office to the web as they discuss their favorite movies, shows, and all other content in between. In this week's episode, the boys dive into what they've been watching, particularly episode one of HBO's The Last of Us. So, what's watching? for you and we're excited um got quite a few things to get into uh, a couple of of uh shows to talk about you know one that kind of made a big splash this week um and we'll probably talk about some other random stuff but anyways uh my name's Mike I'm joined with my good friends Pixel Nick and Chadwick the third Chad how are you today I'm great man doing good how yeah. are you Mike uh, you know what? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, Nick never welcome. asked me. so I know. Thank you. I know. appreciate that. I thought that. I'd, I thought the I'd right. extend the hand. Yeah, I appreciate that. Nick just cusses at me every time I say anything <laughs> to him. <so. laughs> you should see our Discord DMs. <laughs> <laughs> just him sending very mean gifts to me. <laughs> yeah,
1: your response is you just today? so hollow. Because I can see right through your, your facade. You just got hollow responses.
0: What, what did I even say?
1: You're like, oh, okay. Like, come
0: on! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does that deserve "I hate you"? I mean, yes. I don't know, maybe. Yes. Don't. <laughs> but are you doing well tonight?
1: Yeah, I'm doing better. I'm. I think I'm just about done with this this cold or whatever. So, um. Nice. I think not dying anymore. You, you Feeling transferred good. Transferred
0: it through the internet to me.
1: Yeah, internet <laughs> transferred
0: you, yeah. sicknesses. Um. But yeah. That's
2: funny because I must have had it first and then gave it to Nick
1: and then he <laughs> gave it to Mike. No, you were you mean like from the other week? Oh like no no month no. Ago when you're like legit dying on, no, on, no, no, on no, camera. No. I was like, I was really sick. Uh no, I had a
2: cold like last week, week before. Okay. Kids in school, man. Just wait till they get to school. It's a yep. freaking nightmare. Oh, he's in yeah, daycare. So utter nightmare. Okay, yeah. Same concept. Yeah.
0: Might as well just be Licking the bathroom floor. Yeah, I mean, um, I, as far as I'm concerned, they are because yeah. <laughs> they, they bring something new home every day. <laughs> uh so good. Um, just off the top, want to apologize in advance if if uh, at least my internet or anything gets goofy. Um, there's storms rolling through the area, so uh, hopefully, it won't make big difference but um yeah we we have some fun stuff to talk about tonight but we got to thank our top tier patrons tim c use h and joe c or tim b Yusuf h and joe c thank you guys so much for being um such faithful patrons your support means the world to us uh, all of our other patrons you guys are awesome too thank you guys so much for Shout supporting out. us monthly um the last two patreon exclusive episodes have been super fun a little behind the scenes um, of our giant March madness endeavor. Um, So go sign up and check out those episodes. If you want to get like a, you know, first look at what's happening. Uh, We have the switch giveaway road to a thousand subscribers. Um, So subscribe here on YouTube. If you haven't yet Uh, tell your friends, once we get to a thousand subscribers, we're giving away an OLED switch. So, um, yeah. Help us get, get there. Help us get there. Give this to you. Um, do you guys just want to like quickly talk about March madness or do we want to say, yeah,
1: let's do it. All right. It's a big deal. It's coming up okay. faster than everyone thinks. It really is. Uh,
0: we got like what, six, five more Thursdays, five more episodes before it starts, I believe. Um, which is crazy. Uh but yeah, we're doing this this thing uh first first ever uh the inaugural Showboys March Madness tournament this year, we're going to kick it off uh with sh- the best streaming service original series. Uh so we have sat down picked 64 of the best original series across multiple streaming services um last well, was it Tuesday we, we got together and we had a fantasy football style draft for our region of the bracket. Uh, we each drafted 16 shows out of the 64 um, and we got all the matchups made. So uh, yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's going to last the entire month of March. We're going to be doing polls and uh, asking you guys to fill out the brackets. Um uh, your input's going to be very helpful in helping us determine the best original series that was released on a streaming service. Um, you guys have anything else you want to add to that? I mean, like, are you guys excited about it? Looking forward to it?
1: I'm I'm more excited than I thought I would be. Yeah? I just like, I like the slight randomness to it, but, like, the controlled, controlled, controlled chaos. Ra- yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think for whatever reason, like it will replicate some real things about like actual March madness, like the upsets. <laughs>
0: well, we learned weird one twists thing, and turns. Yeah. One thing we learned during the draft was uh, the seating is misleading. Uh, wow. That sounds really cheesy. Did not mean to rhyme <laughs> that, but like uh, we, the way we determine the seating for our regions, we, sorted our shows after we drafted them by the uh average overall rating we we took ratings from Rotten Tomatoes Metacritic and IMDb averaged those out and uh, of course the highest rated show in our region is the number 1 seed lowest rated show is number 16 um and of course we match them up the way uh matchups are decided in seeding for the NCAA um college basketball tournament so um with that being said, shows like, what was House of the Dragon? Like an, an 8 or a 10 seed? Oh, yeah. Which is yeah. crazy. Um, so, seeding-wise, there's probably going to be a lot of, of upsets, quote-unquote upsets. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to see uh, how this works. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, or it's going to suck really bad, and you guys are going to hate March because it's going to be the entire month. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, hopefully, if, if it's fun, it goes well. We'll we'll do it again. With I mean, this this is uh, able to be used for so many different kinds of topics. Um, so I don't know. I'm I'm fun. Uh, do you guys have any any shows from your region that you're you're looking forward to in their matchups? Oh yeah, I do definitely, but I'm not going to talk about them. We'll we'll get nice. to it in March.
1: Yes. I, I I
2: got a couple a couple exciting ones. I'm excited for nice
1: i i did a i did a extrapolation of my my bracket and um <laughs> definitely round two is gonna be like dicey yeah like it gets tough in round. i mean obviously if it went the way you know i wanted it to go like round because like it's hard because like round one you're like oh yeah this show that show this show that show then you move the round two and you're like damn it <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh
0: yeah it's, it's gonna be interesting um So the first, basically all rounds leading up to the Elite Four, uh, we're all going to have uh, a say in the winners and losers for every region. It's going to be like a a panel thing. The four of us, well, the three of us, and then Dad, who's behind the scenes tonight. Thank you, sir, for hanging out back there. Um, The four of us will be on screen. We'll, you know, deliberate through a, a certain criteria that we come up with that we will make available to everyone watching um and then we will take into consideration um the data we get from the community polls and stuff and that's kind of how we will advance shows through the bracket but once we get to the elite four round um each one of us will be representing our region's show in a debate style against our opponent um for the final four and the championship round so that's kind of why we drafted our shows. So at least we would have some say in what show we might be representing in this debate. And, uh, we could kind of hopefully control, uh, you know, whether or not we've seen these shows in case we do have to (laughs) debate on behalf of them. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I, I have one matchup that's not in my bracket, that i'm very excited to see what happens um and we'll get into that later when we get into our topics tonight but um yeah make sure you stick around uh lots of updates go out in our discord we have a channel uh created just for the the tournament so make sure you jump in discord uh check it out for any updates and feel free to let us know what you think um
1: yeah and um we're gonna be the poll the first poll for round one will be going out soon once we uh for sure have not kicked any, any shows. <laughs>
0: oh, Chad, I don't, I don't know if you know the news yet. So do you want to, do you want to break it to him or should we bring dad on? Let him break, break the news to Chad.
1: Uh, does dad want to come on? Is that what he's saying back there?
0: I don't know. If only we had like a private chat that we could like <laughs> talk with each other.
1: Yeah. Right. So um, so he can always bring himself in. Like he has that, 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 is that true. power. He does have the power. So we'll take that as he doesn't. I do. I don't like
2: to, like, (laughs) force myself into a conversation, um, but because of this news, I I just had to. So, Chad, I have some. Well, actually, I have good news and bad news. Which one do you want first? Which one do you want first? I certainly want the bad news first. You can't have it. Bosch is back. Bosch is back <laughs> let's yeah. go what got disqualified
0: uh okay orphan so black. going through i was gathering data um f- to help with visual stuff um and i realized that orphan black is not actually a show that debuted on prime itself it was like a bbc show originally very, or something. Oh, very very sad no. about and it and then oh. was picked up by prime um, so of course, you know, we have a lot of, uh, stipulations to the, what, what shows were allowed into the tournament and what were not, which we will describe later on. Cause that's good. <laughs> that could take a, a hot minute. But since this wasn't technically a prime original from the start, we had to kick it out. And then, you know, who had black sad dad me dad Dad did so that's why he. but you're getting bosh yeah Yeah, you got that wrapped up into a nice little bow don't you i
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh darn i'm losing the show (laughs) yeah (laughs) i I, I plan
0: i planned it um yeah actually it doesn't hurt or help me it's
2: the same exact rating
0: oh really that's the kicker yeah yeah, his matchup remains the same except you know take out orphan black and Bosch is in its place uh but while again while i was doing this I came across an HBO Max show where I was like, Yeah, this started way before like HBO Go or HBO Max was Max was a thing. So we probably should do something about it. And then um I didn't say anything and I posted all the shows in Discord that made the tournament and it was pointed out in there. So um <laughs> now we have to do something about the
1: diligent it. Discord crew. Yeah, like, what show old is old
0: Ben from Dragoon Effect. Um it is Silicon uh, Valley. Silicon Silicon Valley. Valley. Yep. Oh, so yeah. So we're gonna need to find an HBO Max. It show technically to go into its place
1: gets the Game of Thrones banhammer. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, bummer. Fix so that. okay. Um. Bye. See ya. Okay. Bye. See you later,
0: dad <laughs> but Yeah. How do you feel? Bosch is in, man. I know that. that I'm was excited, a big, man. Big I thing. yeah.
2: Yeah. We talked about it when we were doing the draft. I was flabbergasted that it didn't make the cut. So I'm excited that. Uh, it snuck its way back in there it's a phenomenal show phenomenal well show.
1: here I mean I know this isn't how it works because it's just you're not supposed to put this stuff out into the public when, in, amongst a, a draft team but like you trade him for bosch get Bosch or I'll trade him for bosch and then you trade me for a house of the dragon and Bosch know, <laughs> yeah, we're all yeah, just happy yeah. you get bosch everybody's like, house happy. The dragon except for Ned, I don't, I don't know what yeah, exactly though. yeah. Let, let's <laughs> see you got to give him something good <laughs> um
0: but yeah th- there's also a little sneak peek too because i i did not reveal in discord who has what show just what shows made it and what platforms they were on so um a little inside information leaking out already got to get some of that uh whatever that tape is and in the infomercial that dude's always slapping on like leaky pipes or whatever oh, yeah.
2: um oh i think i already got a replacement for that show
0: okay, okay. let's hear it let's hear it you want to hear pitch? it now yeah pitch. It. chernobyl
1: oh all day, day. that's that's a yeah. good one i all think
2: day. that works
0: and i'm pretty sure that
2: came out on hbo max
0: it did it was a yeah, couple, it couple years ago
1: yeah boom thank you i get there Chernobyl. uh
0: we shall update the logs this might mess up matchup. hopefully it's the same okay. rating
1: actually silicon valley is my highest rating so and chernobyl is really good so there's a chance
0: there's a chance
1: there's an even swap there
0: so you're yeah. saying there's a chance
1: But but Um, if it's any lower than Silicon Valley, my average drops to the lowest of the four brackets.
0: (laughs) Well, hey, you know what? This is actually... Do do you want to segue into this now and get to the random stuff afterwards? Because yeah. uh, one of the things we want to talk about tonight, of course, is the uh, series premiere of The Last of Us on HBO Max, which, of course, was... um, co-written did neil Druckmann write the series too i or think he he's a he's a writer producer yeah they had a list way, of uh, all his titles he's got a couple of them so right uh craig mazin though the guy from chernobyl is uh, also tag teaming the last of us with neil um so yeah perfect unintentional unplanned segue into yeah uh <laughs> you guys you guys saw the episode what'd you think
2: yeah so uh yeah i thought it was really fucking good to be honest with you um and i went into it with uh very very low expectations because i know typically how video game stuff goes um and it blew me away, dude. Uh, the opening scene is very, I know I, I won't say it's shot for shot from the game, but there are a lot of shots from the game that made it into the opening outbreak. Um, yeah, it's just so much. And I would really, even though I love Pedro, I was not sold on him being Joel. I'm now fully on board with him being Joel. Same. Uh, same with, uh, I don't know her name, Little Ellie. little Mormont. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I was not sold on her. Again, totally sold on her. I think she's she's an awesome. She's playing Ellie, awesome so far. Uh, I I feel like back in the day, maybe like Juno era, Ellen Page would have been the appropriate. And I think that she might be even tried to sue the game for her likeness or something stupid like that. I think back you're in the right. Day, but, um, yeah, I thought it was great, dude. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, dude, Pedro crushed it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely crushed it. Yeah, in um, and, and
2: just the like the little, like, there's just little, like, breadcrumbs they leave you in the beginning of the episode. So when they're sitting around eating breakfast, um, they hear on the radio something's going on in Indonesia, and they describe it. Mm -hmm. And that city has the biggest flour mill in the world. Um, And if you notice, at the beginning of the episode, Sarah does not eat anything that would have flour in it. She doesn't eat the biscuits, she doesn't eat the cookies, and then her dad doesn't bring the birthday cake home i'm like dude that is like so freaking cool that it's just a like if you're not paying attention you totally miss that completely yeah um but yeah really cool really cool
0: let me see if this shows up on the screen um okay that is very tiny so (laughs) um can, can you throw that uh like on your browser and share your screen we'll throw it up on the screen somehow um to say i've been waiting for this show for a long time, is like the most absurd understatement, yeah. <laughs> like I could possibly make. And this image, if we can get it up on the screen, will show you why. Um, I have to say, this is probably the most game to—I'll just say film, even though it's not a movie show. Whatever, um, game to film adaptation that we probably have ever seen would you guys agree to that
2: yes oh
0: well yeah 100 and like nick's nick's sending memes like <laughs> the resident evil and netflix and, and oh yeah so, good. so, good. so good yeah so perfect but it's like it's literally like this is all we've we've wanted that's Just it tell us the same story but with real people
1: <laughs> Right. Yeah. I,
2: and it's so lost on them. It's amazing. I
1: just want I want the like behind the scenes, the making of eventually, and I want to I want to see the scene in in the room or whatever when they're like, "Yeah, let's just like follow the game." Someone just says really <laughs> yeah, loudly yeah, out yeah, of yeah. out of tone. Like, yeah. And everyone's are just like, "Yeah." Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> Here's the image. It's kind of, it's it's kind of small, but uh
1: we we'll look at it Facebook.
0: This is a post from my first foray into podcasting um shout out the loading bar um March 10th 2014 here's the episode name episode 2 Facebook redesign bitcoin something else the last of us movie i yeah. talked about the last of us movie <laughs> announcement in March of 2014 and i've yeah. been so excitedly waiting for this to hit the screen in any capacity for nine years yeah (laughs) i mean it's uh i have been waiting for this for nine years (laughs) yeah which is funny because that's
2: like that's only like a year after the game came out i think the game came out in 2013 so that is uh so yeah that's funny i i hope that my my hope for this is i i think this series is going to be phenomenal i don't think we got like a like a Diamond in the Rough in the first episode. I think the whole thing is going to be great. My hope is that Naughty Dog continues to tell their stories in this medium, and I would love to see Uncharted uh, picked up by HBO and kind of drop the... I like the Tom Holland thing. It, it, is late, it is
1: what it is. No, why? I don't know. Netflix didn't do something goofy, like buy the rights to Uncharted for eternity? No, I doubt it.
0: Yeah, I doubt that, it. Look that up. Um, But... Yeah, I mean that would be that would be interesting. Um, one one thing to note that I saw floating around the internet, uh, and by floating around the internet, it was an article referencing the creators of the game. Uh, season one is going to tell Last of Us Part One story com- from completion, um, and they said that the the series is only going to cover the stories in game, so. Two seasons, two seasons. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Um, I was worried about that because
2: I, I think there. This has got nine episodes in this first season,
1: and I was I thinking like,
2: you disagree with what?
1: It can be two seasons for the two parts.
2: Well, no, no, no. I, I'm I'm on board with that. I'm on. I'm not on board with the nine episodes. Um, I'm not on board we'll with the see. two seasons. You're not. I think on board it'll
1: be it. two seasons per game.
2: That, yeah, that would be, I feel like that would be more appropriate. It feels like nine episodes, they have a chance to rush it. But at the end of the day, <laughs> The Last of Us is only like a 14 hour game. So if you cut out all the gamey stuff that you're doing in those 14 hours, then. True. But they did, even in the first episode, they added a whole hell of a lot that wasn't in the games. All the stuff with Sarah in the beginning was really not in the game. You, you yeah. pick up at night when she's giving the watch to her dad. So,
1: well, so when does, when does like the, uh, the like really cool like over the hill giraffe scene happened. is that midway
2: yeah it's probably maybe a little over midway maybe so
1: midway i'm just saying like what if that season one finale like that's just like or the beginning of season two like right at that middle point of of the series of the game
2: yeah I'll, i'll i'll tell you what i'm gonna be uh super super fucking salty pants if they use cgi giraffes for that scene like i'm gonna be really pissed <laughs> Real
1: review bomb. Pants. <laughs> review bomb real I giraffes or review <laughs> uh
0: that's gonna be uh chad your second catch podcasting catch yeah <laughs> super put a pin salty in it pants. <laughs> salty pants um
2: yeah i mean it, it just seems like it's probably going to happen in cgi and and that kind of sucks yeah. but I, th- I
0: go ahead i was i was I don't want to say disappointed, but I was shocked at two uh, at that they were going to tell the entire first game in one season. But now thinking about it, it, like you said, Chad, if you take out all the the gameplay stuff of like clearing rooms of clickers and like crafting and like and boil it down to just like the the story beats and cutscenes and stuff, that is about a season's worth of of content. Um, It just makes me sad because even Reloading. though I'm a fan of like the short series I think two is just like too short like yeah. make it a limited series of one season or go to three to five right the two season thing is kind of a weird like middle ground that I don't know how I feel about but I mean they they have two games if they're gonna tell a game a season I mean that's just yeah it's gonna be and I'm a fan of like, like if you if you stretch the first game out into two seasons, you're going to have a lot of fluff and then you're going to have a lot of people that were, you know, that are adding things that were not in the game. And then that's where you get into like horrible Resident Evil show and yep. movie like territory when like this is a game. This is a, a narrative that like much like Uncharted, um, like shook the foundation of storytelling and gaming and i remember very distinctly still to this day many many moments throughout the entire game (coughs) that uh, affected me emotionally uh but like especially when the credits rolled i was like one this is a better story than like 85 percent of movies that i've seen yeah, and two, I am emotionally exhausted, and yeah. <laughs> I just played a video game. Right, <laughs> so um, just do what the game did. I'm fine. Yeah. With it. Like nine episodes, that's cool. Two seasons, perfect. Just keep the trajectory of episode one of this this series like going up. Like if you just keep following that that path, like this is going to to be like a top five show of all time.
1: And maybe this this can happen because i haven't played the second part um i obviously need to play that before the second season comes out or yes. whatever they get to that yeah. in the show um actually i think i bought that did i buy that on sale? i think you Anyways, did i think you did, did i yeah. Yeah. okay um so what <laughs> you know hey they release. they're like hey season three and everyone's confused because like they wrapped up both the video games. And then when season three drops, they just dropped the game, drop the game. (laughs) That was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It
2: it really, yeah. We talked about that. I wish that studios would do that more. Like with grand theft auto six, I wish they'd be like, here's the trailer and it's out today. Like we, you don't need to build hype for grand theft auto. Everybody's been waiting for it for years. Yeah. Beyonce. Just drop the, (laughs) drop the
1: album. But I
2: mean, I I think the, the plan certainly is to make another game. So I don't know if there's going to, be two seasons and then a gap Mm. and then a third season later on once the the game comes out or what what their plan is but
1: see that's that's tricky because we know how that kind of goes when you have a rolling series that's doing well and the books aren't done yet so (laughs) right um, (laughs) yep so i I feel like if there are if there are plans for another game i'd really hope they're sweet enough. And I think Naughty Dog plus HBO would be sweet enough to pull something like that off where they're like, "Hey, same year at least," or like right. something very very subversive where they're like, hey, "Hey, the game's coming out and they surprise drop the other thing." So, yeah. seasons coming out, they surprise drop the game. Yeah,
2: I mean, presumably <laughs> there's going to be plenty of time to do that because you have to assume I think they're working on another game that's not the Last of Us, but you have to assume there's some work going on in a uh, third entry in the, the series, but um, I mean, the the second one is almost double the length of the first game, so mm. I mean, this the second season might be even way longer than than nine episodes if they want to tell that entire story, or they could so, split that
0: up into two seasons, like you yeah,
1: um, I mean, that could be cool. You have like a maybe it's like maybe like first season's nine episodes because that fits with the first game, and then there are two seasons to cover the second game if it's that much more. Right. That's fine.
0: To your point about uh, HBO and the whole tandem thing, and then you made the joke about Mm -hmm. Game of Thrones, I think if they were to do something like that, or even like pause, like do a a year or two gap until a game is completed to have material to work off of, like I think they probably learned their lesson from How Game of Thrones happened, right? right? Uh, like they probably would not repeat that mistake again. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I will this. say, go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, I was, gonna, I was gonna say, especially this day and age, like it's every there's just so much crap out there, and everyone's so plugged into what they like that there is nothing wrong with taking a few plus years off between the seasons of a show and yeah. Like, look at, look at the Clone Wars. There was, like, five years before the last season aired. And, like, no one even knew if it was really coming. It came out. It was the best season. And yeah. everyone loved it. Um, yeah. So there's no reason why they can't wait for the next game to be done to just drop the new season. Because it's not like everyone that watched season season one and two are going to be like, yeah, I'm totally not going to watch that now.
2: Right. Yeah, right, right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think the... the Go ahead, Jordan says this show should go from the first game and launch over to whatever new game they launch, ignoring the second game.
2: <laughs> yeah, one of the haters that probably didn't touch it. Um, yeah, I, 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 I I've talked on Fight. multiple times get that up. the get second up. game is a fucking masterpiece. It, it is what it is. Uh, you have to play the game in order to to understand it. It did get a lot of hate. I think it was pretty unwarranted hate. Um. It, did it? I, did it simplify I remember, some things in in a story wise? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but the way that it tells that story is is groundbreaking. I think 100. percent I mean, it's well deserved to get tens from everywhere that it got tens from. So,
1: yeah, from what I remember, it was people reading like leaks, like leaked, leaked like scripts of the of the game story. Yeah, it wasn't on. even
2: that. It wasn't even that. It was like it was like bullet points from the story <laughs> when put together in a Reddit post sound horrendous. But the way that the story is told, it's like you're trying to get the the cliff notes of something and then make the a game, judgment bro. on it. Yeah, you got to play, play the, the game. game. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's a no brainer. Um, really annoys. I'll, I'll always the first article I ever wrote for Downright Creepy was a defense of The Last of Us Part 2. It's the very first article I've ever wrote in in the gaming space whatsoever.
1: Shout out plug.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out. Um, shoot. What was I going to say?
1: You love oh. this episode.
0: Uh, I do. But before we get into the episode, there's one one final thing. Yeah, you know, I talked about how I've been waiting for nine years since the movie was announced in 2014 I was thinking about this today, how happy I am that it didn't actually happen until now. We're, right. Like we're in the the age of the series. Right. Because um, back then you would have got an uncharted style movie. Yeah, it would have been bad. Not even um, it would have been a resident evil. Yet. Yeah, it would have been Resident Evil. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Like, not only do has has the the gamer voice like resounded, uh, you know, all around that like generally game adaptations totally suck, and here's why. Um. Somehow nobody listens still to this day, except for uh, apparently uh from what we got in episode one. HBO has, but um. Just yeah, the the craft of creating a good series is like I mean like this is the sweet spot for shows. The last couple years, um, they they've really figured it out. Streaming services have really helped in that area, and man, I'm just glad that this is I'm just glad that this is a series and not a movie. And it was picked up by HBO, and like it just it's just a, a a perfect time because yeah, I mean I don't know well, just that. The, the the craft of of making a good series is like really like in its wheelhouse these days and i don't know i'm just excited yeah. i I'd i think rather, that go
1: ahead i was gonna say i'd rather um someone i rather hbo just now go grab resident evil ip and just be like <laughs> all right let's just let's restart um honestly
2: yeah. I mean, that's been done so many times though. I think that's what Netflix tried to do with Resident Evil and they failed miserably. Uh, but we have to be fair here exactly because this, the last of us has not only one of the best stories ever told in video games, one of the best stories ever told period that they're working with where Resident Evil it has a weird story that you can really fuck up. If you're not. Paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't think the big thing is HBO. <clears throat> I think the big thing is having, Neil on on the series in the capacity yeah. that he's on the series
1: um, true
0: i mean can't go wrong having uh the creative director of the game be right. a writer of the series
1: yep <laughs> yeah just go figure just recreate uh, the game man that's a
0: right crazy inside. concept wow. uh but yeah i mean like that's what naughty dog's known for so i mean i don't even know if, if that happening on resident evil would make much of a difference right exactly that's <laughs> um, true but yeah, I don't know. I'm excited, uh, but you guys want to talk about the actual episode now? <laughs> yeah, Let's do it. Um, Jordan says Resident Evil went off the rails a long time ago. We can agree on that at least. Uh, yeah. Yes, you're 100%. assuming that it was ever on the rails in you know the silver screen in the first place. Uh, yeah,
2: definitely, certainly was. Maybe on the rails for all of five minutes of the first movie, and then it went off the rails. Uh, but game wise, they've been off the rails for a long time until seven came out, and I think they kind of pulled themselves back a little bit. But yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with Jordan finally on something.
1: I watched Mike play the first one remaster, and I was like, this looks like a terrible game.
0: Uh, yeah, don't don't go back <laughs> retroactively and play Resident Evil one, dude. It's I'm holding out for a, a remake,
1: a complete <laughs> overhaul. You mean it needs
2: a Resident Evil two and three totally like remake. remake? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it's a cool game, dude. It's a cool story. It's a cool yeah. area that you're exploring. There, yeah. it'd be awesome in that in that remaster. Just with D- the did
1: not age well.
2: Yeah, the fixed yeah. cameras and the tanky controls. It's just not the remaster. Mike's just like walking into the walls. walls. Yeah,
0: pretty much. <laughs> uh, like seventy five percent of my stream of that is just me being like, "Why am I playing this?" <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, I, I I think I think like back in the Audibly. day that was huge because it added a level of horror to the game because you couldn't control your character very quickly. So maybe back then it made sense, but now it's just like, it's yeah. like for more frustrating
0: than, than anything scary. Yes. Uh, so what'd you guys think of the uh, intro of the show? Like the to- the 1968, I think it was like talk show set with the um, epidemiologists or whatever.
1: That was badass. Yeah. Absolutely cool. I love I, I love that take. And like the whole he is like he just had like this this thought, this idea, and just like went off the deep end with it. And he's just like, Yeah, so we're gonna go to break. Um that was that was <laughs> yeah. Depressing. Um we're all gonna die.
2: Yeah. I yeah, I love I also loved it. Um, as well and if you guys ever get a chance to actually look up what Cordyceps does to an oh, yeah. ant it's freaking horrifying and it's as horrifying as it's depicted in the game if it was to ever mm-hmm. jump to humans so um yeah I, th- I thought it was really cool it's not from the game totally out of left field but I, I thought it was a cool way to intro the show because y- you need to kind of at least explain the the fungus thing going into it I think that was their plan yeah. right
1: well yeah and, and, and I think for um like general audience who has not played the game like zombie kind of apocalypse situation with a fungus and not like a virus and all that right. stuff is, is kind of new if you mm. haven't like played the last of us. Yeah. I don't know where else, like fungal, fungal zombie monsters <laughs> taking over people. Really yeah. The old, uh,
0: John Madden, uh, tough <laughs> acting and 10 acting commercials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, I think it, yeah, I thought it was very important to do it that way. Um, yeah, it, was, it was just a cool way to open it, like chill 60s talk show. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just
0: smoking on set. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, we'd be fine against the virus. Sure. We might lose like a million people, but whatever. We,
2: yeah, we'd rebound.
0: <laughs> we'd defeat it. Now, fungus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you. Um, Yeah. That, no, it was really cool. And then I just, it just goes right into the intro. Like, the, the, opening the, game of thrones,
1: the game of thrones intro treatment
0: the 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 moving fungus style With? very game of thrones house dragon like yeah. but they kept the song the song dude oh, dude. oh as i was I heard so it. happy yeah as soon
2: as i freaking heard it dude i was like so good man this is so awesome see
0: you don't even have to change the music guys no like, yes yeah. keep, keep it, it. Same. just keep like, it oh
1: on. oh do we need to get composer do we need to rescore anything nah uh, they did though well, they they well. did get a new uh, composer,
0: but it doesn't matter because they kept like yeah, the the vibe and and at least for the opening credit song, it is like legit the theme from the game right. um, but yeah, uh, I mean, so many similarities uh between the game and and what we saw on the screen. My personal favorite is um the moment they're in the truck to the moment that sarah uh, bites the dust like that literally is the opening of the game game almost almost scene for scene yeah (laughs) like it was so good the whole time i'm like oh my gosh this is amazing so literally what i've wanted from every video game adaptation ever like you guys did it
2: right yeah i uh I agree with you. As I was watching it the first time in my memory, I was like, this is literally scene for scene, maybe even word for word. Um, but I did replay through the first part of the game and there's there's a lot added to that scene in the show. Uh, yep. There's no plane in, in, in the scene in the show. But there's awesome. like, there's yes. multiple scenes that are literally identical. When they pull up to the sign and the cop cars go to the left, they go the yep. same direction. The only thing yep. that's different from the game is
0: barns on the barns on the, the, barns side on the other of the side of the of the yep yeah dude uh i love it and you have like it's not only that they like kept the the truck coming to the thing and the the cop car coming the turn the same all the things along the road the same but the camera perspective mm-hmm. yeah is the exact same from the game you're sitting in the back seat right. looking out the front window it's but like it's baby. not
1: like it's not like weird though like they yeah. don't it's it's not it doesn't look out of place the way that's set up either you know no, yeah
2: it, because i what was that i think hawkeye did a scene like that in a car yeah. like a one shot like that was so a very
1: cool scene i love right
2: that one. so and, uh, yeah
1: i was i it's been a while since i've played the last of us um it's not a game i've played twice um yeah same here yeah. so watching that opening sequence i was just like man this is so cool one because it's like it's like this weird like eerie familiar because it's like i've seen this all i've literally played this all but like it's far enough in my in the recess of my memory where it's still like new but familiar it's like deja vu that's what yeah, it is yeah, and yeah. especially when they're yeah they're driving through the field and that whole thing i was just like man this is nuts um i, lo- I and-
0: love when they get into the town and like <clears throat> it's like dark you can only see the headlights in the truck and you see the people running and it's just like I don't know the the coordination of shooting that probably was pretty crazy.
1: I, I text I text Chad um, because that's also like my favorite part of a pop apocalyptic zombie anything type shows is this like just yeah. existential dread sequence of just like it's all falling apart. The I couldn't use like another happening third. of it. Yeah, I could use like yeah. another 30 minutes of it, but also I was glad it was kind of over because it's just it's just so stressful. Uh um. yeah. <laughs> it, they do,
2: they're, yeah, yeah, you're right on the stress, the stress thing, because a lot happens in that scene, man. A lot yeah. is
0: going on in that scene. It's that's kind of something I wanted to touch on too, is like uh I love that in a, a quiet place too. You mm-hmm. get the the moment that it happens. Yeah. Uh that's why I love the first season of Black Summer, it's an entire season of the initial outbreak happening. Yeah, and, I need to watch. Yeah, I need to watch that. Uh, like fears the Walking Dead. I love. Yeah, first season, amazing so because yep. it's that's exactly what it is. It's the you're dropped into everyday society and you see the outbreak slowly start to happen, and then when it happens, it's like pure chaos. Right, like that is like. Apocalyptic stories are always fascinating to me. Um Less about whatever the source of, of dread is um, like the, the zombies or, you know, monsters Aliens. in a quiet place, whatever. Uh, it's always fascinating to me because it's like the, this, this always makes me probably sound stupid when I say this, but I'm going to say it anyways. Cause it's how I feel. It's like the, most what what could be the most realistic depiction of a collapse of our societal infrastructure because really that's what is happening i mean like you take something hot hot button topic here like covid for instance (laughs) um and it kind of shut the world down and in some sense and like no, I mean... Like, it's that... nothing like like uh, an apocalypse, but, like, it just shows how fragile our infrastructure is in certain areas, and, like, that part is the scariest part of apocalyptic things to me. Plus right. what, like, the survivors turn into. Like, that is the absolutely frightening part, is yeah. what humans would devolve into doing to survive.
1: When they no like during no for real like during COVID, like the the like the eve of when they're like all right like two weeks it were like full like shut down curfew all that nonsense um like we we like need to get some things and like we just need to go out anyways and i was like should we go out i'm like yeah we should go out because it's it's probably it's gotta be sweet not sweet but like yeah sweet like weird out there and like we drove to the strip um and just like down the highway, and just like it was eerie, like no one yeah. was out, like it, like everything was gone. It was like a Thursday, Friday night, like bizarre, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. And I'll never forget it because it was, it was absolutely bizarre because everything was just out of place. Everyone was not out, and like you go into stores, like there's just that weird feeling because it's like no one really knows anything, right? At all. It's yeah. like,
2: well, I mean, yeah. The COVID thing was like, at least for me, who's like the the internet nerd, was that that strange at the time. And you know, watching videos coming out of Hong Kong, I was like, dude, this is fucking bad. Like there <laughs> yeah. there are people dead on the sidewalks that they're scooping up, laying in the park dead. They're they're welding doors shut to pe- keep people in their buildings. <laughs> Not thinking to myself, it's like a freaking dictatorship over there you know what i mean i'm just thinking like Holy uh, shit, a combination
0: of two terrible things <laughs> <laughs> two terrible things
2: and uh there was a there was like a hong kong reporter that like got on into wuhan on the like last train before they shut everything down he was the one that was filming everything but like people in tyvek suits tackling people on the part of like dude yeah. this this is bad so when they came out, when they started talking that like hey maybe this is <laughs> this might be bad i was like i mean i'm scared shitless i'm not gonna you're like (laughs) i'm I'm a germaphobe i'm a germaphobe so i like a
0: germaphobe who's always sick mind you (laughs) who's always
2: sick right it's (laughs) it's an absolute disaster
0: um yeah no it's it's uh i mean and then you even saw it in things like uh i mean due to lockdowns and stuff like there were shortages of things Yeah. yeah Like, like, and b- some big things like yeah. medications, <laughs> like and baby formula and like baby formula. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, I mean, it's just, that was just like a bad, case not even a big flu. deal. That's not like right. turning people into undead corpses that are right. walking around and eating you like <laughs> an attack.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like instead of like kind of, you know, transiently passively spreading through the population, like it's aggressively assaulting the population and trying to kill us all. Right. Um, Zombie apocalypse would be serious business. Whereas, like, that was just like, you know, little... and
0: you saw, like, I mean, of course, we're not like society didn't devolve into like just straight out murder in the streets <laughs> over like a carton of eggs. Though, with the price of uh, eggs these up. days, it's yeah, yeah. We, might be mean, getting there. Hey, we might be getting there. I just saw I, I like seven dollars a carton, and we live in Northeast Ohio, it's not like we're in New York or California yeah. where cost of living is like outrageous.
1: I um, like the meme where it's like people who have chickens are like drug dealers or yeah like yeah
0: you got like three <laughs> eggs and little plastic baggies on the counter like uh, yeah um but society did evo- evolve <laughs> in some ways over a flu like yeah so obviously it's nowhere near an ex- an extreme case that we see in like post apocalyptic movies or shows but like Tests of the waters. something like that. Did do something to society and our right. infrastructure. So let me just reiterate from back like two Spooktober's ago when I told what I thought was the scariest <laughs> horror genre of all, and that is like zombies, aka the post-apocalyptic stuff. This is why, because, like,
1: yeah, it, yeah, I, it just yeah, that stuff. I definitely. Terrible
2: yeah i I definitely agree with you i think even really you can take out the zombies on it in in, in some capacity because i think nick and i were talking about this maybe i talked to you guys about it but i watched the road the other night which is a uh based on like a cormac mccarthy book and there's no zombies but it's very similar post-apocalyptic wise to the last of us but there's no zombies they don't really i don't know that they really even touch on what happened if it was like a virus or what happened but uh Dude, that movie's fucking terrifying. And the easily the darkest movie I've ever watched in my life. Like, oh, you're talking like about the I road couldn't again? sleep. Yeah, the road. Yeah, yeah. So um yeah, I think you can even take the zombies out of it and it's still
1: just well, I mean, terrifying. The walking And that's like dead. that's like post like everything's collapsed. That's kind of like that 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 uh movie is kind of like the precursor to Mad Max. Like Mad yeah. Max is <laughs> yeah. after the road. The road right. is this weird point between we used to have shit. Now we have nothing. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the road to Mad Max. Um, yeah. Fury, <laughs> yeah. Fury it's like, well, it's like the walking dead, that name uh, represents the threat of the living survivors being the walking dead, not like yeah. the zombies themselves. Oh. So like, yeah, that's so- like a, it's like a big trope, but it's also like a, I don't know. Could be a very realistically accurate trope um, when you take like the undead corpses trying to eat you out of out of that whole thing. But right. uh, speaking of undead corpses, I at first was a little confused when they go down into the subway station. You know, that's mm. kind of like the in the game the first time you like leave Boston so I was like waiting for the the masks to come on, right? Because yeah, the pores and stuff. But they they took that aspect out, and it's just transmitted from the carriers, the infected. Like, uh, like when you saw in Sarah's encounter with the neighbors, like the the old granny was not like eating that person. It was just like Pouring sticking her. her nasty fungus. <laughs> tendrils into yeah. the other person to infect it. And uh, I watch, I love watching new rockstar breakdowns. I don't know if you guys know that YouTube yeah. channel. I'm sure you do. It's pretty big. Um, but I immediately after watching the episode, I was like, all right, I got to watch Eric Voss's breakdown. Love Eric Voss. Um, but yeah, that was something he pointed out. And like when she like looks up from the body, like the fact that the whatever was in her mouth was like stuck and was like yeah to, tearing to be, up off and it
2: was just like yeah, was just to like be cool honest detail. with you i i missed that part i thought that was hair when i watched no. it the first time she like bit a chunk of hair out but you can watch, you can see it very clearly yeah. moving on its own uh, yeah. and i think you see a couple other uh zombies throughout the the scene that have things coming out of their mouths like that the active yeah. fungus yeah, yeah
0: yeah um so i thought that i thought that was pretty neat but Yeah, there's just so much that, that, like, I love the uh, one thing I didn't love, all the dang kid deaths. Like, come on now, cut my heart some slack. By the way, the whole scene with Sarah, you know, when she you know is shot, very much accurate to the game. Yeah, Um, and like the game, almost started bawling on my couch again. Yeah. (laughs) But I will say, uh, here is here's here's the point I wanted to to talk about. Yes, the scene in the, in and of itself is sad. But what made me almost cry was remembering the performance of Troy Baker in the game. Yeah, like I was like, all right, all right Pedro, you're doing a great job. But I'm imagining right, I'm reliving the trauma from the game right while watching this and the game trauma is what is making me almost cry right now Yeah, because yeah i think we're going to get that probably a lot throughout the series because
2: a lot of these scenes at least probably to all of us have have a deep spot in our heart especially like the draft scene like we talked about earlier so i think we're going to get that a lot through the the show um but i i don't also i really want to point out that they're doing like the after show like game of thrones used to have with the directors i don't know if Mm. you guys stayed and watched Mm. that um, but they said the the reason that they wanted to add in the scenes of Sarah's they wanted to make her seem like she was gonna be the like a main character of the show yeah. that way it's a little more heartbreaking because it really I mean you really start the game on the couch basically um, yeah. you know well, when she gives them the watch so you don't really get to know Sarah too much you're playing as her for a little bit but it's still heartbreaking and it's crazy because yeah. you're only with her for a couple minutes well you know? I think
0: that's that's why you have to add that in the show because what makes it heartbreaking in the game is you are her. Right. And yeah. then you die and you're like, Oh crap. Yeah. <laughs> Plus yeah. Troy just like nails. <clears throat> Sorry. Troy like annihilates that scene. It is so heartbreaking. Um, But I loved the extra stuff with Sarah, because like you said, if even as someone who knew what was coming, I was like, man, this really sucks because the actress who plays Sarah was like, crushing it yeah and like i really liked her uh interpretation of the character and i was like oh man this this blows because i know you're gonna die but like yeah <laughs> i like you i wish you could be here right
1: i tried i tried to get aaron to watch this with me and then like while i was watching i was thinking i was like can i should i have her or like re-watch this episode with me but then i was thinking at the same time like well there's that weird thing where it's like oh yeah his daughter uh definitely doesn't make it more than 15 minutes into this whole series like she's dead um yeah. 20 years later right so like <laughs> right. that's so abrasive for non not people who are not familiar with the game and right. i remembered that with that because i'm like whoa because like you said mike it makes sense when you're playing the game <laughs> right. it, it, it makes a little bit more sense um but from a show perspective it's like oh damn like yeah um, well, that's, I think that's rough <laughs> yeah it's funny because i
2: i've had people that have watched it at the fire department ask me like do they ever talk about what happened in that 20 years and i'm like no like that's and i think it's going to be a hard thing for the for the show because we're, we're going week to week here and it's like we don't know what story we're telling whereas the game you can flow through it and you, yeah. you, you see where they're going pretty quick with it um so yeah it'll be interesting to see i'm bummed that i can't binge this to be honest with you it's really irritating me that it's coming out weekly i, oh, I know you guys I mean, are on
0: board with that i know it like it. it it sucks in the in-between but like i like the in-between because we can yeah. do fun stuff like this right um <laughs> yeah. but yeah they're like "Oh, you liked sarah well sorry she's dead um that was pretty <laughs> brutal huh okay here's another kid we're gonna kill yeah <laughs> Yeah, dude, I, that that was another
2: thing. I don't know oh, if I was like maybe in and out of consciousness watching it for the first time, falling asleep or what, but totally missed that that second kid in the in the the one that comes in and they, uh, you know, pull him out of the truck. Totally missed that that was the kid in the truck. Of like, yeah. oh shit, I didn't. Oh, know I mean, it. like,
1: oh, no, I mean, the kid was already dead. It's not like they killed him on screen,
0: right? Well, no, I, but like you just have to like deal with another. I mean, they death. did kill him on scene. Yeah they, they I mean they shot him. him
1: with... Yeah,
2: they injected him with something. Yeah. Um. Oh. But I, I was just presuming so like, let's that let's just the the now. scanner popping up red meant negative, not positive. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like usually red is bad, not good. So Red is um, bad.
1: Yeah.
0: I Yeah, I mean, it still is bad cuz
1: I I mean, I meant negative yeah, is yeah. what I meant,
0: yeah. not positive. So
1: Toss, uh But yeah, but 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 more so. I mean, I don't know. The, the sadder part of that is like here's joel who's like completely desensitized to yeah yep. all that and that's like because the lady was like i can't and he's just like yeah whatever
2: yeah
1: uh what's the pay again i, I need right money <laughs> yeah they're I little love... notes i like the little the little the little money notes whatever yeah. they're all like a little different just this monopoly money they're rocking <laughs> yeah <pretty> yeah
0: <laughs> i loved tess i thought her Great. version Great. of tess was really cool um I loved honestly the uh well I, the the clicker on the wall, right? That was beautiful. Um but the very end shot when they're they make it through the fence and they zoom out and you have the building leaning against the other building have yeah. uh traumatic yeah, memories of traversing that building. It's literally <laughs> directly out of the game. I mean
2: yeah Yeah, absolutely identical to the game which is so cool dude um yeah and a cool way to end the episode that like haunting image of the of the lightning and stuff behind the building
0: yeah Uh, anything else really that stood out to either of you guys
1: um i like joel i I, I like pedro like he says good job um as as joel and just i don't know maybe i forgot about that those bits that, well, some of that added, like, the details of, like, the drug dealing and the, so, the battery, I think, was in there.
0: No, the, the battery. Bat- yeah, no. no. So the, that character, Robert, was in there. Yes. It's a different reason.
2: Yeah. So the, the whole set, really, the whole thing with tests actually happens, but it's a drug deal going bad, not a battery deal going bad. Mm. Uh, so it's implied that they are dealing drugs. It's not shown explicitly with the guard like it is in the show. Um, and then really the, the entire way they go after him is, is pretty different as well. Yeah. Um, Cause and they Tess, end up
0: taking him out, I think. Yeah. Tess. Well, they, they like, they chase him down into an alley. One of them breaks his arm. And then while he's like pleading for his life and telling him, telling them where the stuff that they either were trying to buy or trying to sell was, Test just like shoots. Yeah, them. <laughs> yeah. And I think they um, were going after like uh, weapons, cash yeah, yeah. of some sort in the game. As well. Um, and the other thing is the the Tommy storyline wasn't like, um, that's not a driving factor in 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 their smuggling of Ellie. That was right. like a we were trying to get weapons or something, and Marlene's like, all right, well here smuggle her and you can I'll give you what you need. Yeah. Um so the I like I kind of like that change into Joel trying to get the truck to be able to go try to find his brother and that's what's motivating the the Ellie smuggling. Um Right. Yeah, it gives it a little I bit
2: mean, more weight to to versus yeah. they're just doing it for for weapons you know what i mean they're doing it mm-hmm. to get a truck to go to try and save his brother so it does add some weight i i gotta be honest i am gonna have to probably replay the game um because it's just been so I, I played it once when it released and i don't even remember tommy being a big part of the game at all he wasn't in, in until the first later game. on it was it later yeah
0: yeah
1: i like the radio decoding that was fun yeah <laughs> like the songs and stuff um
2: what I do want to uh I do want to point out that Marlene um love Marlene and she's I, I believe the voice actor who played Marlene in the game as well. And I think she did a great job because I think she is maybe just a voice actor, and this was like her first
0: mm-hmm. first nice. Uh, I was gonna say uh like <laughs> she sounded just like Marlene, so that makes sense. But I I also thought Tess sounded like Tess. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> i don't know uh yeah i'm not sure yeah we'll have to we'll have to pay attention to that because i know that there are voice actors that are coming back
0: i know troy baker is playing a a character in the show at some point tommy is in the show but not playing tommy he's playing another character like troy Um, right and i think i even think uh what's her is the voice actor for ellie ashley something or other because i think she has a role i want to say that's obviously not ellie <laughs> right right um, but yeah uh I, I i loved it i'm excited i'm i'm in
1: i like uh, the factory in atlanta that makes bullets and pills like that's just so cool yeah yeah <laughs> just crank it out bullets
0: and pills <laughs> uh, got to do something i guess um, but yeah um anything else before we move on switch gears
1: Nah, I'm just I'm just happy the first the first episode here landed well. A solid like 80 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if they're all going to be like that or if that was just like a special opener. The extra like 20 minutes for the the beginning. Yeah, sequence, I mean probably.
2: we we <clears> see <throat> like we saw with like House of the Dragon how fluid they are with their their times on their episodes sometimes. Right. Uh, that's a good point.
1: So, so and I think yeah, that's important. I think.
2: Yeah. I think
1: I think that's good for Like I think it's good that HBO doesn't care about time like lengths like hey if this episode story is 45 minutes long so be it hey if this episode is 105 minutes long so be it um gotta do yeah, what I you think gotta it's, do yeah we, I we think don't it's got people probably... standing around us saying hey we gotta fit a commercial in <laughs> yeah, here. It's gotta fit right. yeah it's less restricting right yeah
0: less restricting to tell a
1: story yeah that's in the game <laughs> yeah
0: exactly <laughs> um so nick you said you had uh some some items you want to get into those or do you want to get into what do you want to get into
1: um yeah we can move on to some other what's watching stuff i mean mike i know you haven't been watching anything apparently
0: uh i not really i started uh another show this week yikes um obviously keeping up with the chosen um they have two episodes left in season three, uh, but they don't release until Dang. the third and the fifth. Uh, so i got a nice little two-week break this week. So um, the companion series will be wrapping up beginning of February, mm-hmm. uh, which is...
1: Is that because like, they drop them in batches? Like I, f- I feel like that went really fast because I so, feel like Christmas was the first three episodes and then we're all yeah, through the it, season.
0: So they're, all, they're 100% crowdfunded, so right. how they make their episodes is very like much however they can when money is available. So uh, I know their first two seasons, their release schedule was very like wacky. They would release like a couple episodes then it would be like a couple weeks or a month and then they would release an episode and then it would be like a week or two and then they would release an episode. And at the end of that episode, they're like, Oh, we have another episode for you. So you get two episodes in one night type thing, um, which would have drove me crazy if I watched current. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I didn't watch current. I, I caught up um, last year, uh, but this year I think they were fully funded at the start of filming. So um, they were able to film everything and do post on almost everything except for the last two episodes. So the first six episodes of season three were released weekly, um, which was nice. Um, they also did a cool thing, the premiere. They did the first two episodes with a theatrical release, like we have talked about, like streaming things should incorporate theaters more. They did yeah. that like a couple weeks before the season hit the streaming services, which I thought was really cool. and they're doing the same thing with the last two episodes. They'll be hitting theaters the weekend um, that that episode hits the streaming service. So so I think it's really cool they're incorporating that. I mean, obviously, they're incorporating that to bring in more money to help them be able to create more. Um, but hey, any chance you get to go to the theaters. Pretty cool.
1: On, on that theater topic, and we've discussed this so much, but what is stopping one of these theaters from striking a deal with, especially someone like HBO who has timed releases of their shows, right? Nine o'clock Sunday nights. Yeah. Yeah. What stops them from saying like Cinemark being like, Hey, um, this Sunday, like for the last of us, could we just live stream the freaking thing? And I I know like theaters have like special formats and all that stuff. Nothing
0: because the chosen did it.
1: Yeah. So why well, I'll tell that you. Is I just... think it's
0: HBO. It's
2: it, it, in your in your story. It's HBO because they wanted to do that with Game of Thrones. They wanted they want to release those on... episodes in the theaters, and they, they wouldn't let. They them, want you so. on their their platform. Right.
1: You, okay? So, okay. You have to pay the theater obviously for the price of admission, but you also have to like you get account HBO. Account. you get a yeah. cut of
0: that too. Like HBO would make money from ticket sales. That's what I'm right. saying. Yeah. Like and they get a, they get that cut. odds People are get the show. Anyone going to watch one episode of a series probably has HBO Max. Why right. would you go watch yeah. one episode of a series if you're if you don't plan on watching the rest of the series? So yeah. they're still going to get like money from their platform subscription. Yeah. They just they just want that that juicy here's Exclusive. how many people viewed the I the know. series
1: right. premiere. There's ways to track that. I I just think it should be much more fluid. They can come off there. Agreed horse because we,
0: we talked about that with stranger things <clears throat> yeah large really? format
1: like some like especially finale finales right um and there's no reason like i would like some people wouldn't watch an episode and be like wow i should actually I just go watch this again at the theater because i need a really big screen to see that opening sequence in itself right because that's yeah. just flooring
0: yeah yeah um So besides watching uh, The Chosen um, and now The Last of Us, uh, for research purposes, of course, for March Madness. um, (laughs) Oh, and we're doing Mr. Robot for Throwback Thursdays. uh, So I guess I have been watching things. uh, But for research purposes, I decided to re-log into Apple TV Plus and um, take a crack at Severance. Uh, this was a show that I. Is that started... one of your shows? No, it's actually in oh. Dad's bracket. Ah, spoiler alert. Um, have yeah. you seen everything in your bracket then? In my bracket,
1: everything except. I'm just for surprised you're watching a show that's not in your bracket. In if there are shows, bracket. yeah.
0: Well, I mean, because I, I'm, I have input on everyone. <laughs> you're just bracket. gonna wipe
1: them out. You told us not to wipe shows out just because. No, we no, no. Seen them. But
0: no, I have to be able to. Like, we have to be able to have an educated opinion on each matchup, right?
1: You're Um, anticipating severance is going far. So we need to be more up to speed on the ones that we think are going to make it.
0: (laughs) Plus it's a show that I started like several months ago, Watched the first episode and then got distracted by other things. Um, But yeah, I was like, all right, severance. It's one season. This will be an easy, easy one to catch up on to be educated for the first round of the tournament here. And holy crap, it's so good! Like, I loved <laughs> the first episode that I saw. Um, but again, for whatever reason, th- th- life gets crazy and I got distracted.
1: Um, and better than The Last of didn't Us go episode one. Mm, I mean, that's not bad, that's
0: it, not it's, bad. Right it's, it's, it's right there. It's right there. I don't think it's better, but I don't think it's worse. It's different, it's a different topic, right? But, um, yeah. <laughs> uh I've watched. I started it yesterday, and I'm on episode. I've I've seen through episode seven of nine. <laughs> Gotta love being able to watch stuff while you work. Um, yeah, <laughs> it is super good. The concept, so so good. It's so mind bending, and frankly, uh this is the matchup in the tournament. I'm not going to say what its matchup to matched up against yet because i don't want to reveal the matchups but this matchup in round one is probably my most anticipated matchup to talk about because everything it does its opponent tries to do but like is either does it mediocre or fails at it oh wow <laughs> so <laughs> oh yeah
1: um, yeah spicy
0: the the main concept of severance uh they've developed a technology that allows you to sever your brain right into um in into parts that you can turn on and off depending on where you are so it's it's application in the show for the majority of of its application is used to separate your work life from your personal life so when the character goes into work he like forgets every like when i say forgets every i mean he has no recollection whatsoever of his outside person all he knows when he goes into work is where he works wow. like when That's he like a gets, black mirror when, episode when he gets into the elevator and goes up to leave the office that version of him never leaves the elevator so when he goes into work the next day, he that work version of him never left work, right? <laughs> Similarly, the outside version of a person who is severed has zero recollection of anything inside work. The guy just knows he works at at company A. He goes there, they pay him. That's all he <laughs> knows.
1: Which is I must go to this elevator to
0: yeah yeah i go into work (laughs) i go down to the elevator and then all i remember is stepping out of the elevator at 5 15 and wow life goes on which is literally black yeah such an interesting concept right because that's kind of like a a topic you know people always trying to keep their work and personal lives separate like being able to turn work off well this show is literally like it's impossible Literally to have concept. those coexist. Yeah. Right. But the, the thing about the show is like, um, it's like a controversial topic in the show, right? Like people think it's not really uh taboo morally correct to be able to do that because it, it poses the question of, well, is your, <laughs> they call the, the work version, the, They're called innies and the non-work version are called (laughs) god! (laughs) So they're like, like are the innies just like a slave? Are they actually a, now a separate and unique person or are they just a part of you? Right. Okay. Does it explain how the separate severance is happening? it's like a an implant that they put into your brain that just makes i'm assuming parts of your brain should turn on and off to make you oh so certain. it's not so it's so not, not cloning like two
2: things okay gotcha. not
0: that i mean i'm only there's i have two episodes left of season 1 so i don't have all the explanation yet but the way it's been shown it's it's literally well i know it's the same person because like for example in the first episode one of the first scenes the guy gets hit in the face with a phone and then when he leaves work he has like a small Mm -hmm. cut on his forehead a bandage and a note on his car saying like oh hey you bumped your head here's a gift card to pips like (laughs) have fun Um, so they're the same like it's the same body same person but like morally like right is this did you just like create a slave right that only exists inside the confines of this office and like yeah, they bring up a lot of really interesting things. The characters are really good. Some of them are like really great characters of like character archetypes and like they yeah, yeah. go over the top and I love it um, visually. I think, I think... It's amazing, but it's like everything that the opponent in the tournament, like I wish they would do and what I think they're trying to do conceptually with Albeit it's a different concept, but equally as mind-bending. They just do it like head and shoulders, like above the the opponent here, and it's I'm I'm excited for that matchup.
1: I feel like I feel like that's advantageous for the person, and also advantageous for the company, but morally questionable for the company because the company kind of has a slave at that point. Um, Morally, the person should be okay-ish because you know they're fine with that.
0: Well, I mean I mean they're do, not do slaves, have, they're
1: getting paid, yeah.
0: They are, but right. mm,
1: there's an argument the, for that too.
0: the innies can't ever leave. They do leave. But they do.
1: Not mentally. But, but the not innies mentally.
0: don't because they're they're stuck there.
1: Yeah, the persona is stuck there. Because
0: when they oh, there's a, a term for each ad persona. Um
1: it's interesting <laughs> that Ben Stiller is the director. Yeah, Is and he? I hate the main actor.
0: Oh, I, oh no, he's great. I
2: love him. <laughs> I oh no, him.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it, they they touch on that a lot, and it's like a big thing. Um, because oh, that guy, because yeah. <laughs> sitting here talking about it like without you guys having seen anything from the show, like it would sound like it it wouldn't really be like a, a moral question, right? But like seeing how things play out in the show makes like, you think it is. Yeah. You'll like it. I mean, I do either of you have Apple TV or plan no. on watching this. Probably not. Okay. Send well, I yours. know I know Dad is watching it, so I'm not gonna spoil anything. Um But uh yeah, it's man, it's good. It's really good.
1: Well, that actor <laughs> he's basically okay, he's two things. One, he is like looks exactly like an apple plus like main actor i don't know what yeah. that means but like <laughs> he looks like he came from like the apple factory yeah um, yeah he, he looks was, like an was ios made device in
0: steve jobs basement for sure right. yeah.
1: yeah and and two he's kind of like a um off-brand um man stand up stand on oprah's couch he's a scientologist Mission oh, Impossible. Tom Cruise. Oh, it's, it's Tom Tom Cruise. Cruise. Yeah. He's it's like an opera in Tom Cruise. Yeah,
0: the uh, <laughs> the main character is played by Adam Scott, which you yeah he just always from several things, but yeah,
2: he's always like the douchey funny dude in movies. Like he's the <laughs> brother, he's the the like douchebag brother and brothers. Um, and the, oh, he, he, is, he has yeah. he, he in plays and a, Rec.
1: Yeah, he That's... plays
2: the, what seems like the same character in everything I've seen him in. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not so, this,
0: probably, but I could see that. His so character like, in, in Parks and Rec is pretty great. Spend great value, Tom Cruise, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'm really, really excited, Dad. You need to like get watching, uh, because I want to talk to you about <laughs> certain characters. Uh, because I think some of them are really, really great. He is the dad in Krampus, you're right. <clears throat> is... Oh, yes,
2: yes, he is. You're right, absolutely.
0: Where he plays
2: um, maybe a similar character, right?
1: <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> He's got the mold. He came from a factory. Yeah, he sure.
0: did come from the factory. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a great show. I'm really excited uh, to finish it up. I'm gonna be finishing up tomorrow. And he also looks uh, like
1: the randomized RPG character maker, like in a game. He just randomly, <laughs> yeah. <them>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: that's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing yeah just just click random and you get adam scott
1: (laughs) and you're like yep i'll play this guy this is me 80 hours later (laughs) oh man
0: and it's it's not not only is like that main concept trippy but like also what he does for his job is just like super (laughs) weird
1: similar character but better sweater says jordan there you go there you go
0: heard it here first Uh, but yeah, that's, that's what I've been, uh, that's what I've been watching. So nice. Yeah. What about you guys?
1: Um, Chad's only been watching the last of us. I gather, right, Chad.
2: Yeah. And Mr. Robot, but there's really (laughs) not much to say here about Mr. Robot. So we got
0: that um, covered. Oh, oh, wait, one second. Just, I I don't, I'm sorry. I interrupted you, but I just saw private chat, but just to explain to you, like, because I, I didn't want to spoil anything that, that dad hasn't seen, but he told me to say this. So, um, I got the, okay, but, one the a, a new any that arrives in the office, right? <clears throat> I can't get over the name. Doesn't, bro. not like, one? Why th- this oh. all happens in the in like the first twenty minutes of the first episode? So I'm not spoiling t- too much, but the episode opens with a woman dressed in like a, you know business attire, like unconscious on a conference room table. And she's awoken by somebody coming over a loudspeaker, like asking her if she'll take a survey. And she wakes up and she's just absolutely confused. She's like, "How did I get here? Why am I in this empty room by myself? Why am I locked in here? I can't get out of any, like, I can't get out of the door or anything." They, the the dude from on the other side of the the line <clears throat> asks her five questions. Simple questions like, uh, Do you know what state or Providence you're in? Do you know? Do you remember your name? Do you remember the color of your mother's eyes? Like, she can't remember anything. She can't answer any of the questions. So she's like freaked out. She's scared. She has no idea where she is, who she is, why she's where she is. Turns out, like, that was her orientation to the job, right? Okay. She comes out and like, the entire episode, she's, like, trying to escape, leave the office. So she goes, tries to leave through an exit door in the stairwell, goes out the door, and, and as soon as she leaves the door, she's back in the hallway. And she's like, what the heck is going on? So she, like, runs out the door again, she, and then she's right back in the hallway. And this happens, like, five times. And, uh, so she's like, am I dead? Is this hell? Like, why can't I leave this place? And he's like, you can leave this place. You did leave the place, but um, at so the end, she episode, has like no memory. So the innies have no memory of nothing whatsoever.
2: Like they can't leave. No. Okay. They, they don't. They That only gets a little slavey. Yeah. That here. gets a little
0: slavey there. <laughs> um, but uh, either at the end of that episode or the start of episode two, <laughs> I love Nick right? I love it. Um, she's shown a video that she recorded the Audi version of her saying like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. I consent to the severance. I'm like really looking forward to it here. Version of you who's watching this, like surprise, like, and, (laughs) and so like just there in the first episode, you kind of see that like the innies upon like inception, like, do not understand what the heck is going on, and they're kind of they're trapped there. Yeah. Uh, but they go to show, like when she leaves the the stairwell. Um, actually, Jeff, have have how many how many episodes have you seen? Two. I, I think they do this in episode two. They they show the opposite perspective, and when she's running out the the hallway door and appears back in the hallway when she actually runs through the door, like the Audi self is there and there's a guy on the other side, like, Hey, like, what are you doing? Like, you know, it's everything's fine. Just see, you can go back in there. It's all cool. And then her Audi version is like, Oh, how did I get in the stairwell? Okay. I'll, I'll head back in head back heads back in. But when she does that, she's right back outside in the stairwell again with that guy being like, I know this is kind of weird, but like, it's going to be okay. Just go in the door. And it's like, you see it from the other perspective where she's having the exact same experience, except it's, she can't go in the door. She keeps popping out of the stairwell. Oh, wow. So it's, it's,
2: dude, it it sounds really good. And I've talked on the show. I I love Black Mirror. um, And it really does sound like a Black Mirror episode. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like 100%. So the great thing about
0: Apple TV, too, is it's only like six bucks
1: oh really yeah there was something else i wanted to watch there's on a there lot too. of stuff on there yeah that's probably worth watching and it's all yeah. like one season because it just came out <laughs> right Yeah.
0: <laughs> did you guys see this yeah <laughs> even the name adam scott it's like being named steven mike yeah <laughs> <laughs> steven michael <laughs> oh that's so true that's so true um anyways chad i'm so sorry that i interrupted
1: yeah you that's all right
0: uh yeah, I
2: don't even really remember what I was saying. Yeah. Mr. Robot, I already talked about the road a little bit. I've been like teasing myself around maybe picking back up on The Walking Dead, but it's not really gotten much further than that. You know, I'd like pop on and I'm like, Man, the show sucks. And uh Yeah, sounds like a <laughs> bad know. idea. Yeah, it does sound like a bad idea. So um I was thinking about maybe doing Fear of the Walking Dead because I don't know that I ever finished the first season. Um I don't know. Not, you know, Mr. Robot's kind of absorbing my, my mind space for shows currently. Oh yeah. Boy.
0: Well, if you're looking for one, you should uh, browse the the bracket. To see if there's yeah. any you haven't seen.
1: Highest rated. Just to go, to <clears throat> go with that, Chad. <clears throat> yeah. Dad,
0: Dad says in the background, uh, fear is so much worse. And I would have to agree. The first season was good, but after that, it was just like, that's what I hear. Dive off the cliff. That's what I hear. So yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, interesting. What about you, Nick? Yeah. So,
1: um, I watched a movie with the light. Wow. What? Oh. Yeah. You see, we both you got a
0: head turn from both of us.
1: Yeah, I know that that got your guys's attention.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> um, it's a uh, I think it's, I think it's fairly new. It's called The Lost City, and it's on Prime, oh. and it has Sandra Bullock, I believe, and uh, Jane Tatum.
2: Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and she's just she's like a writer, and he was he was just like the model for the covers of all her like romance novels that are based on like actual archaeological stuff. So like she's really smart <laughs> in that capacity. But then her books took over and he's just this like Channing Tatum on the cover, right with like half a shirt, whatever. So that's kind of like the setup for their little adventure in this movie. So it's pretty funny. I don't know chain Tatum is just like that doofus dude yeah funny (laughs) to no end
0: Um, he is pretty funny in in the comedies he's in yeah like 21 jump street was hysterical like i love that movie
1: exactly yeah if you just want like standard chain tatum comedy with also the sandra bullock like she's funny too um in her own like dry way so watch the movie I, i was um
2: yeah that's uh that's shocking man yeah, we it doesn't another... ever come out
0: of your mouth very often. Yeah, that is that's very surprising. Also, okay, here... I,
2: I I really love Channing Tatum and uh, Hateful Eight, which I guess I could talk yeah. about that because I did watch that recently. Such a good movie, and now it's a series, like a four part mini series on Netflix that they extended. So, hmm. yeah, if you haven't seen it, that's the way to watch it because it, it adds in a lot.
1: I own the movie, but maybe that's how I should rewatch because I do need to rewatch it. I've seen it twice, I think. Um, like once in the theaters then once when i like bought the blu-ray but then yeah i did notice when it came on netflix it was four is like a mini series which is yeah. really cool yeah
2: it is yeah it's i wish he would do that with more of his because i i'm sure he films a ridiculous amount over oh, yeah. what his what actually goes into the movies um but yeah it's just a cool movie just like a you know quaint little story in a in a blizzard that turns super violent but yeah the actors are all great um especially Kurt Russell in that movie is just yeah. freaking fantastic, man. He's so good. Uh, so Samuel L. Jackson, like they're all really good, but, um, yeah. Okay. Good. sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No,
1: you're good. No, that's a good movie. I need to rewatch that. Yeah. Um, when I find like eight hours of <laughs> time, like it's a season <laughs> of Mr. Robot. <clears throat> yeah. Um, we actually started another movie, but the wife fell asleep. Um, And this is a recommendation from uh, OGBB8 Bianca. Um, It's called the Menu, and it's on uh, HBO. Uh, Notable. um, It it has the girl from um, um, the greatest, the greatest game, the game about chess. That actress that plays in that show. Um, And then the guy is like, he's in a bunch of stuff, but would never know. You mean Queen's Gambit? Queen's Gambit. That's right. Yeah. Yep that girl. Um, and then a slew of other people, um, some people from Narcos, which is cool. Um, the second, the second series Narcos, Mexico, um, but essentially like there's this Island that has this restaurant on it. And the whole Island is like dedicated to this restaurant. So like they grow the food harvest, like the oysters and everything from the sea, but you pay like a ridiculous amount of money to go have dinner on the Island for an evening. So it's kind of that whole, like, um, Kind of like a like a, like I think it's set up to be like who done it. We only got like twenty or thirty minutes into it, but you know they're sitting down, they're having dinner. The chef has a has a thing going on here, like a theme. So w- I got just to the point where like the like first twist pop off uh, happened, and it definitely seems like an interesting movie.
2: Yeah, um, I saw the trailer, <laughs> and a couple guys at work were uh, telling me to watch it. It does look really good. I I think it might. What is it on? What's it on? I think HBO. Uh, HBO? Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah. Mike, you're muted. I see you're talking, but you're muted.
0: Well, uh, that's what happens when I f- remember to, <laughs> to mute before to for the throat clear, but then forget. Um, <laughs> that does have uh, Janet McTeer in it, who we would all know as Helen Pierce from Yes uh, Ozark. Is it Pierce or Price? Doesn't matter. You know, Helen Pierce. Pierce. Uh, but yeah, um, when I saw trailers for this movie, I was definitely intrigued by it.
1: If you're a foodie or like to make fun of foodies, it, it fits both those molds uh, <laughs> for those people because it, it's both like a satire on um, foodie people, but also has actual good information about how to enjoy food and all that kind of stuff. Uh, oh, so
0: I can't wait to revisit this after you finish it
1: yeah i know i definitely i definitely want to finish it um aaron just fell asleep on me yeah unbelievable classic she she needs the she needs the the lost city um chain tatum sandra bullock like empty comedy and that's also another yeah. reason why i like that movie made it because that's like what grabs her attention and keeps it and doesn't let her fall asleep but then it's also i don't mind watching that because it goes in and then out yeah um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas like the movies that try to make me think, I'm like, why? I only need to think about this for like two hours, and then it's done. Like, right? Give, it, give me a show, yeah, <laughs> and a game uh, to go with it. <laughs> yeah. Sekiro, the movie. Have yes. you guys
0: been keeping, uh, keeping up to date with the Bad Batch?
1: Oh yes, that's that's a really good point. Not on my list, but have been watching the Bad Batch. I'm only three episodes out. Yeah. Catch up, catch up, Chad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. good. It's good. Um nothing that has like like story-wise that has blown my socks off, but we were talking in Discord the other day just like the animation is top notch this season, oh, yeah. And the lighting is <laughs> so good. Like really. Wow. Yeah, and there was a a scene where people are getting on the the back of a ship and you know, you yeah. have like the the steam shooting off like as the doors lowered. Yeah. And like that steam looked real. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Holy crap. Dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it looks beautiful. It's very nice. Very nice. Um, yeah.
1: Um, so I, it, it's in the title. Um, and this is actually what I want to talk about a little bit more. Um, though it's kind of like really off, off in the, <laughs> off in the ether in terms of a topic. Um, <laughs> it's ancient apocalypse um it's on netflix and it's narrated and presented by um graham hancock he's been on joe rogan experience two or three times um and he just basically has this like theory that he peddles um along with another colleague of his who makes an appearance on the show too um it's just that like really guy. cool, no
0: one ever remembers that guy's name. I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. but <laughs> I think everyone who ever refers Randall to Randall Carlson episodes are like, Yeah, yeah, Graham Hancock, that other guy, he's always <laughs> with him, Randall Carson. <laughs> he
1: so, like, Graham Hancock does like at least a, a job at like making himself presentable and not like you know, tweaking a little bit. That Randall <laughs> guy, he, he can tweak out, he, yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's like, he's like a I think he describes himself as kind of like an amateur geologist, but like he's like really, in, like he really out he, there. Yeah. He talks like that, where it's like a little eccentric and like it loses people quickly. And I think yeah. that's why. <laughs> Whereas Graham's like really like smooth, well paced, because he knows he's like under a lot of criticism all the time about the things he says. Yeah. So he's trying not to wear the, he's not trying to look like he has a tinfoil hat on. But, um, so what's he, what's he peddling <laughs> exactly? So it's the same stuff that he um, talked about on Joe Rogan and those are episodes eight, seven, two and one, two, eight, four. Good old Joe Rogan with his like quadruple digit (laughs) um, episode numbers. Um, But so it's technically classified as like pseudoscience because it's not really going through the full scientific method. It's like a lot of, um, Probably bias in there like he has an idea He's finding all the evidence to like support that Idea um, but he does acknowledge Like he's going out on a limb Here because it does make sense once you Kind of stack everything he's talking about Up against each other um, and It does explain some other oddities About um, Our world that otherwise aren't Explained through science where science is kind of like yeah, we'll ignore that for now until we like Know more or yeah. see like let's not ignore It and just think outside The box a little bit um
0: also explains your response and replies in the group text earlier today what do you mean it all makes sense now i forget um, i forgot talking about the great society reset or whatever <laughs> oh, oh all yeah. oh, clicking oh, now yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah no so i just thought it was really cool that it made it to a like a netflix show um and netflix series but Anyways, like the main the main premise of it is obviously as far as like we can say like regular contemporary science claims is like ice age cold dark like nothing really happens before that. We were hunter gatherers. This is all 12,000 years ago. So like the movie 10,000 BC, that whole premise. So it's like 10 like 12,000 years ago, we're hunter gatherers. We slowly kind of like started making civilizations cities they get like Mesopotamia, Egypt, blah blah blah. Fast forward, we're kind of here today. And it's just that like gradual, it's Percussion. we're like twelve thousands, yeah, twelve thousand years old hanging out. His point is um there was a significantly advanced civilization prior to that that ice age and like this apocalypse around that time. That got wiped out. So really. We kind of like. He says like we have amnesia. As a species. And we really kind of just forgot. Everything prior to this cataclysm. Which mostly gets chalked up to be like a giant flood. um, Which is prevalent in. Every culture. Many stories. Many religions. um, And like. The idea that every culture. Has some sort of serpent. Um, attached to like a doomsday scenario and there's all, all very similarities between these like very mythical stories um you always have like a a knowledge bringer that tells them how to do things like build pyramids all over the place um and they came by like ship and they have very similar appearances so it's like saying there are these people that knew of all this stuff transferred the necessary information to the reset of civilization and then that's the point forward.
2: So, yeah, so I, I I have watched a couple things on this before. Maybe not specifically this, but um that are you talking like how advanced are we talking here? Like a like a spacefaring civilization?
1: Mm-hmm. Um not necessarily spacefaring. Um probably like like an Atlantis, but like world traveling, world colonization like Maybe even some sort of like alternate type of like um, technology than like what we're used to kind of yeah. thing like that. Different alternate power sources, those different ideas. He doesn't really go into like what type of civilization it would have been because there is like no evidence of that. But it is anywhere from like aliens to yeah. just. So, yeah.
0: So, well he like, so y- he, Go ahead. I was just going to say he. He references a lot of like giant monolithic structures over right. the ocean. And yeah. Uh, but like, they're the, the piece of evidence they seem to like want to die on is like water erosion on like Sphinx statues that predate whatever date is significant of modern yeah. science or something.
1: And on the dates, too, they're also really keen to acknowledge newer dating methods and like newer dates that people come back on things that aren't like fully worked into contemporary science. And they're like, oh, someone redated this thing. It's much older than we thought. So that means there must be more to this. Or we keep finding other sites around the world that are. Oddly much older than they should be That line up with our current like working Story especially in like the Americas like They're finding some ridiculous stuff in like The Americas that should not e- exist Here based on like What we think the Americas were like Because otherwise it's just like Native populations really Weren't anything special until The middle ages in Europe
2: Yeah
1: um, Right yeah and I, the whole erosion Thing too where it's like the uh, sun 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 sundaland or something like that so like indonesia was once like a subcontinent which is between southeast asia and australia but that was like a huge continent and it has since been flooded with the rise in sea level so like there's a ton of flooding weather. yeah like a lot of water global flood it all all shifted around then
2: yeah yeah that's super interesting it's yeah i have to check it out because i'm super into that stuff the one i the the theory i'm talking about is like wildly out there that, that <laughs> the there, anunnaki that this uh that's this voice the this there was a space faring so you, you know the like flat pyramids that don't come to a tip in like mexico and stuff they have like steps going up to them and it's just yeah goes to a flat nothing. i think those are more
1: like ziggurats or something like that yeah
2: so uh they're they're saying that those are like landing pads for ships and that's why they were built which they i mean when you look at when you look at it you're like yeah i mean it fucking looks like a landing pad like what else what else were they doing with this <laughs> what else thing? Would it be? um but yeah so yeah i have to check it out because i'm super into that kind of stuff this one's just way the fuck out there though
1: <laughs> yeah know? they do a good job and not like he doesn't go like way the fuck out there and like what it could be he really just sticks to like hey they found this new site um, it's much older than we thought anything existed or like much older, but also much bigger where he's talking about like these sites in like South America or like Mexico that would have supported populations of like hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what, what, what's that? Right. And like, why and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but all, most of the sites he goes through, he also talks a lot about how they're curiously, all aligned like with certain constellations and then like the one um the way it's aligned like even with markings of um notable constellations in the sky the way it's like oriented the point at which he dated it based on like the point at which those would have been in that part of the sky would have been twelve thousand years ago um oh wow okay. because like He's using that kind of evidence, a lot of like astrology evidence.
2: Yeah, and the fact this that... guy gets a, this guy gets a lot of shit, right? Oh yeah, like
1: it, it, is lot. this
2: the dude that was like they were trying to say was like a white supremacist or something, or trying to no. trying to be, you have to had had to be a
0: little more specific? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't okay. over so. the last couple of years. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, okay, because I'm I, th- I think maybe it might be, but I must be yeah, I might be
0: misremembering it, but. <laughs>
1: no yeah i don't think it's that guy
0: it's definitely Um, interesting that's for sure
1: yeah and um it talks about snake mound in ohio um he also highlights when these sites don't let him because his theories don't agree with what the the standard stated his history so like snake mound um they didn't let him on the site but oh that's so annoying (laughs) Um, I can't stand that shit, to be honest with you. (laughs) That one was cool because he tied the astrology thing to it because the mouth of the snake, which is eating like what looks like an egg or something like that, um, it points. It's hard to tell from it because there's trees everywhere, but he was saying at the time, there probably wasn't that many trees around it. It aims like right for where the sun sets, and it's a little off today, but if you dial it back, 12,000 years, it would be be spot spot on on. with the setting of the sun. And then each curve in the snake's body hit um, the different equinoxes from where the sun rises or sets throughout the year. And then the tail, the way it curves and ends, you run a line from the tail through the head. It's true north. And like all these sites carry those same characteristics where they are tracking like the sun and the stars With different like monuments and stuff, it's it's wild and
2: shit that would be very difficult in that time frame as well, right?
0: Like that's way advanced. Really weird, like USB drive. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, it's just super cool, and they're 30 minutes long, so it's it's eight episodes, 30 minutes long. Super, not a big investment. Um, So,
2: So, is this like an alien thing? He's he's trying to push
1: no um basically so all these different cultures and all these monuments always have like a snake depicted with like some doomy type hieroglyphics and crap like that um so the snake he equates to being like a comet so a comet flew by fucked us put us in an ice age um or actually no okay this is how it not to spoil anything but whatever (laughs) (laughs) um they talk about him and that randall guy they talk about this massive flood that like nuked north america and first so like where the water came from and they're not saying like oh like they're always like geologists like to think of things over like happening over thousands of years and everything's super slow they're like no like apocalyptic flood flooding happened within like weeks but everyone's just like, well, where are you gonna get all that water that quickly? Well, they're saying a comet hit the ice cap that was like all the way um, down but, into like yeah. Montana and like just like nuked the ice cap and then just <laughs> flooded the water flooded yeah. everything. Yeah. So they they think about things and they propose definitely interesting clusters of information. But obviously, um I haven't gone through and like found all the counter evidence and how you know, maybe there is like some definite bias in what they're saying. And
2: it's definitely important to do with this kind of stuff for sure to, to look at both sides of it, which people rarely do, <laughs> which yeah. also is like my biggest pet peeve when people just <laughs> focus on one fucking side of it. You know?
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah. but 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 it is nice because he doesn't claim to be he, he's a writer. Right. He is. He He's like, I just collect just as is facts evidence yeah. and just kind of compile them together obviously he probably leaves out like the some stuff to like make it a better theory but right there's enough stuff there to say like well yeah he's not, i can't i can't argue with him because i can't i don't have enough evidence to they be can't like, oh that them, for yeah. sure did not happen right because yeah. i don't know why every culture on the planet thinks of serpents as like a coming of evil and yeah i mean there's i was blood think- in every story we all build yeah. pyramids. But
2: if you think about it, at least for the flood thing, like if you're, if you think about it, especially back then, if you think of a natural disaster, they're thinking of floods. You know what I mean? Everywhere yeah. in the world, they're thinking of, 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 floods. And then the serpent thing, like, yeah, snakes are just fucking probably terrifying. Everybody's terrified of them. They're like, those fucking things are <laughs> awful and they're going to bring the doom upon all of us, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Who uh, knows? I'd, it, I'd... It's like, pr- you ever see Prometheus?
1: Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. It's such a good movie. But the like, that's what I'm setting man. up at the beginning, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I believe too. Yeah, or it's like a petri dish, <laughs> yeah. anaki
0: <Yeah. laughs> man. I'm telling you, Nibiru. It's good. I love my
1: Nibiru oh, anaki bros, I'm the best planet X out there. It's just floating, it's it's just waiting. floating
0: somewhere, yeah. Waiting to come back, and
1: smack <laughs> us real hard. Have your gold, Mike Sin, lady. yeah. Mike's Sin over here. He's like, whatever, we're only like 4,000 years old, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no,
0: not touching that. Um. <laughs> That was a fun, very long debate at the office when we worked at an office with uh, someone from Nick's department and someone from my department. Oh boy, those were the days. Whoa. The great thing was-
1: is, like, they they started off like same page, same argument, but then would end like, eh, "Dude, I don't know about you, you're off," and, yeah. it's, and then we're all just like, "See, they can't even agree." Yeah, uh, yeah,
2: um, uh, that's better than how arguments go at the fire department sometimes because it <laughs> it, you know, it, goes, it goes it goes from like trying to... <laughs> it goes from like talk it goes from like talking to, to motherfucking each other as they're screaming, walking out the door. So <laughs> you, you guys
0: do have like giant axes, like Nick, yeah. Nick pointed out too. So right. that's dangerous. We just yeah, the, the most sure. dangerous weapon in our office was like a keyboard. Yeah, and a lot of these
2: guy, <laughs> a lot of these guys are like the you know alpha male.
0: Dude, yeah. just, you know what I mean? And they so all have mustaches, probably. Yeah, so I mean a lot of them too. yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> that's amazing. I do remember uh, hearing a few episodes with him uh on Rogan and uh yeah, it's I mean it's compelling, it's interesting fun stuff because like he's finding things right that don't really have a great explanation. So um yeah, it's also cool. It's,
1: It's cool because also he's going to these sites that there's eight episodes, some episodes that he hits like two different sites um, because they're kind of related to what he's talking about. So maybe say he visited 12 places, eight of them I've never heard of or seen because they're either like recent or like no one ever talks about them. But it's also really cool just to see these like really obscure places that archaeologists are finding yeah, all over the place, and nobody's talking because they're like, we don't know what the fuck that is. So they're like, yeah, we do not talk about it. Or, or which yeah. he probably has a very valid point. Like uh, this one, I think in like uh, in in Vietnam or um, somewhere in Indonesia, I think um, because uh, they just basically chalked it up. They found it, and they're like, oh, okay, you know, everything else in this area is in this time frame they were only hunter-gatherers at this time so it must be this old and they just like kind of gave it an explanation without really looking into it and it's yeah yeah and it's like this they have these really big like stones they're probably like four to six feet long and they're probably like a foot wide like huge like pillars and they're just like scattered all over the place in this like like almost like a ruin of a building but it's at this peak of this hill which would be Incredible to get them up there in the first place, but then beyond that, there's like three chambers in this hill, all the way like deep down in that they're trying to like get to
2: figure out what it is. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's like, well, yeah, there's no way hunter gatherers, you know, eight thousand hey, years ago, build that, right? Like, excavated right. Excavated yeah. a,
0: a three story thing right. inside a hill. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he makes a point like later toward the end as he's getting more to like the, the- thesis of like a comment like nuking things because a lot of these seem to be built like bunkers sometimes where like people oh, like dude the i'm ones totally going aliens i'm totally going aliens they came here told us how to
2: build these bunkers comet hit floods you know Boom. killed killed some people
0: <laughs>
1: don't die don't die my friends <laughs> go hide in the Nibiru. dirt
0: yeah the <laughs>
1: <Nibiru>. um <clears throat> it's awesome i I wasn't
0: sure what you were doing with ancient apocalypse in the title so i saw it yeah i saw it (laughs) yeah i i didn't know if that was like a last of us topic related (laughs) um no that's a
1: modern apocalypse
0: or from our text chain but now our text chain does make a little more sense because (laughs) the first thing i thought of when you said that was graham hancock (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it makes sense that you're watching a series by him on netflix uh so that's hilarious how that i'm always thinking about that stuff
1: but but, but let's say like counter to like because i knew jordan was going to go like oh i think it's much sooner than than that right because like i think he's in the camp of like any day now like it's all done um my only <laughs> issue with is? that yeah oh yeah Uh-oh. oh really. <laughs> My only issue with, like, that mindset is that's the mindset that we've had for at least, like, 4,000 years, right? Because there's no way, right. like, everybody for the past 2,000 years haven't been like, oh, yeah, this shit's over after yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, especially, like, they're like, oh, man, we just killed Jesus. Like, it's really going downhill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, the Middle Ages. Like, you can't tell me everyone wasn't like, wow, this is, like, the literal end. Like, this sucks. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. I mean, it's like you said. I think we're we're pretty net positive as far as as you know, not being a shit show and needing <laughs> to be wiped out. You know, I yeah, think yeah. we're I think we're pretty balanced currently. Right. When you look at our history, we were we were way worse at certain points. So,
1: yeah. Because who's to say we're not going to continue in just like this our our presumed de- you know debacle into like expanse type stuff? Like, We're right. just going to keep trucking yeah. until until like something hits us. (laughs) Yeah. I
2: mean, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, I I, I heard a lot of like civilizations in the universe that just wipe themselves out before they get too advanced. (laughs) So I think that's probably where we're going to head at at some point. I think we're way, we're not ever going to see it. Our kids are never going to see it. I think it's going to be thousands of years from now, but I think we're going to get to a point where it's just like, we're just going to blow
0: ourselves up trying to do something cool. You know?
1: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) i think if we're gonna classic
0: like, uh world holding firecrackers in its hand yeah and <laughs> yeah getting to let go before <laughs> it explodes
1: if we're gonna if we're gonna like self off ourselves um i really hope it like the hydrant collider and like geneva yeah. turns into a black hole because that would just be really <laughs> so cool come that's
2: up. the cool way to go out yeah
1: because at least in the galactic history books, like someone finds out that they're like, "Wow, these idiots made a black hole <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, their planet." <laughs> I mean, we're I, like, uh, we're on like the galaxy's like dumbest videos, like funniest videos. Yeah, there things. you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> plants just go. Goes... <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: it's funny, Show but I what think what that was got. like a that was a legitimate concern with that. Yeah, that, no, yeah, that that's were a we're real... gonna open up a little black hole. So yeah, I think and it's like a... I,
1: think, I think it's like a. A fake concern that just people have. Yeah. I don't know. I think, like, it might be theoretically possible. Right. But I think right. we're fine. We're not that, dumb. we're not that smart to be that dumb, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah.
2: I mean, I, I don't know. I- you know, I think Mandela effect is is tied to that thing turning on for the first time. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that maybe something got fucked up when they turned that thing on for the first time. Who <laughs> we ended up with Trump and everything else that fell down the line. No, I mean,
1: I, I, I forget. There's a number of people, but like the theory checks out every time I run it by people. Um, it's like 2012. The world did end, and we slipped into either like a Matrix or yeah. like like you said, a different universe like something like blended marvel style like we're just blending yeah the multiverse right now um, <laughs> right <laughs> so, something got messed up there in dude it's i'm telling
2: you i'm telling you look look at the date when they turn <laughs> that thing on because it's probably in that ballpark maybe
1: yeah because then i say like 2014 was like peak bliss and then it all went downhill after because it was like the matrix worked for two years and then yeah. all of a sudden like the algorithm <laughs> broke down. Yeah. <laughs> I and mean, like we're in full like breakdown mode. <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. <clears throat>
0: I love it, man. Speaking of, um I don't know where I was gonna go. Uh <laughs> yeah, Shit. this this episode, man. dad's Ooh, face backstage. It's like,
1: man, I don't know, I don't know what to what to say. I don't know Damn. where you're going with that Mike. <laughs>
0: Have any of you guys started season two of Mr. Robot yet?
1: I have, yeah. because yeah. yes, because I was like, I have like we have two weeks. I have to watch some of it and not do the like one week crunch because I hate doing that. So I'm like, oh, I have really to at least start it. I love the that's, one week
2: crunch. That's how I have to do it, or I won't remember anything by the time we get here Thursday. So
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, I plan I plan on kicking on episode one tomorrow. Uh,
1: two thousand eight, they turned it on. 2008 september 10th 2008 they could not have like picked a different month like september 10th right just like it's, it's too close to september 11th and, like, <laughs> yeah, <bad idea>. <laughs> <laughs> like what were they gonna do if like something went wrong They're like i oh, we'll just wait till tomorrow like september 11th, it, it, yeah <laughs> oh geez yeah oh man
0: uh yeah so i don't know i mean do we have anything else left to talk about or we, we, we wrapped mr. up. mr
1: robot next week season yeah, mr. two robot season
0: two one of my I, one of my favorites there's only four seasons uh, <laughs> yeah. i want to stay having not started season two yet i want to say this this might be my favorite season it definitely has one of my favorite episodes uh so i can't wait for you guys
1: to experience that um I told dad this last week and I'll tell you now Chad um, season two is like the first really big like mental flip like where they really mess with your head and that's on you know on top of season one so like season really, I was gonna say I'm already what... pretty
0: messed up So nah, you... nah, season two
1: really See, like, season one was up.
0: like opening the passenger like side car door and you sat down and put the seatbelt on and season two like the driver like takes his foot off the brake okay like, we yeah. haven't even hit the gas yet in okay season two. Yeah. um but yeah so that should just prepare you for what's to come uh yeah was it yeah i, I can't wait dude
2: because i i was like literally when we talked in the episode i think i was thinking the twist at the end of season one was going to be season four like not yeah. like none of this shit actually happened <laughs> you know <I> don't <laughs> got time here. for that
1: yeah, yeah. If it was on, like, I can't wait USA, to see it would have been, like, 10 seasons, and that's how it would have worked. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Next Thursday should be fun. We're recapping season two. Um, February 1st, we will be uh, unveiling the March Madness bracket for everyone, and we will bracket. be putting up our polls. We will... Uh, I don't know if we'll have a poll for every matchup on our community page on YouTube, but we will definitely have a form that people can fill out, tally their votes. Uh, But keep an eye out on our YouTube page, the community tab. Uh, The best way to do that is to subscribe. So you'll know when we post stuff or um, release content. Uh, Also join our discord. We have a channel set up just for the March madness tournament. Um, I think we're going to do something fun. Uh, where uh, we'll release the, the bracket on February 1st, and then you guys can fill out, you know, if you're familiar with the, with March Madness, uh, most of the fun of March Madness is just filling out your bracket. Um, so I want to ask you guys to print it out or whatever, fill it out, take a picture, post it in discord. And um have your brackets submitted before March 1st. And if we have any perfect brackets, I don't know, we'll give you something. There'll be a prize. I don't know what it is yet, but uh, something would be really cool to see if anyone could get a, an actual perfect bracket of the, the streaming service uh, original series. But be on the lookout that for would that. would be quite stuff. the feat. Yeah, that would be quite the feat. It would be. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Should be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh check out the Chosen Companion series. Um we have like a, a, a two week lull, but that's perfect time for you to get caught up on everything we've released so far. Which by the way, you know, we were talking about that at the beginning of the episode. James and I have been recording that since August.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it, was how, it was House uh, of the Dragon time frame, as, right?
0: As excited as I am for these final two episodes, I'm like Ready? I'm, Ready to be I'm appreciative of the two week break because yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of recording. We have we've had twenty two or twenty three episodes recorded. So um, go check it out. It's been fun. We've dude. We've had some really good, like really deep conversations, and um, I've really enjoyed them a lot. So the show's great. The podcast has been greater. Uh, go check it out subscribe so we can give away an OLED switch and I don't have anything else to say. So unless you guys do, I'm going to get us out of here.
2: getting these spam calls (laughs) and they leave voicemails every time I have five of them just from today and it sounds like somebody's walking with their phone in their pocket nice on the voicemail but I just listened to it okay and they're all from different you know all over the place all over the country (laughs) It almost all of them are the exact same sound of somebody's
0: phone in their pocket it's really eerie Wow. well they're fishing bro you've been watching mr robot yep <laughs> chad's getting you, hacked you want to know what i do
2: i answer it and then i hang up yeah that's i don't I say do. anything yeah I, yeah I, I usually just let it go but it, it's like literally <clears throat> filling my voicemail well, that because
1: that turns into like 20 voicemail messages you yeah have to delete right exactly <laughs> and no one wants